Hey, hey guys. guys. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited to have you guys here. And we've been getting such great feedback on all of the episodes that we've uploaded recently. And today we want to ask you guys, how do you feel about an oversaturated market? Ew. I know a lot of people have mixed reviews on it, mixed feelings, I guess. And, you know, some people don't believe in an oversaturated market like ourselves. And then other people are just totally consumed in the thought that they're never going to make it because there's an oversaturated market. California, I would never move there. There's so many photographers there. That was like the number one thought going through our mind as we drove from Florida to California. But today we're going to tell you guys why you shouldn't even worry about an oversaturated market and how to actually stand out in an oversaturated market in order to book more clients. Let's get to it. Hey guys, hi and welcome. Welcome to the show. We're Brie and Steven, photographers and educators here in sunny San Diego, California, and we went from our boring nine to fives to growing a business that thrives. We're founders of the community Instagram Marketing Secrets and the No BS Mastermind. In this podcast, we give you uncut tips, stories, and interviews to help you cut the BS and to help you live a more fulfilling life. Our passion is helping creatives like you leverage your personal brand and connect with more customers on social media. So before you start labeling a market as a saturated market, let me ask you, have you ever done market research to see exactly how many target customers live in the city you're trying to serve? Have you ever used Facebook ads to do this? On Facebook ads, you can create a target market, and that's how we found exactly how many customers we could serve in San Diego and Los Angeles before we moved here. We didn't just move here on a whim thinking, oh, hey, let's just make it happen because we wanted to make sure that there were enough customers for us to serve here. So with a quick search on Facebook ads, you just type in on the target audience. Let's say you want men and women ages 18 to 40 whose relationship status is recently engaged who live within 100 miles of downtown San Diego and downtown Los Angeles. We're looking at over 100,000 customers. I don't care if there's 10,000 photographers now that I know there's 100,000 people that we can serve. Yeah, I mean, you would be surprised how many people are engaged or looking for a photographer. Even if you're a family photographer or maternity, you can still do the same tactic of going on your Facebook ads and doing a very specific uh, search for your ideal client. And you would be floored how many people there are. So I always tell people to do this because one, it kind of opens your eyes to seeing the bigger picture because there are so many people who are engaged and there's not a hundred thousand photographers. I mean, maybe there are, I don't know. I don't know how many photographers there are in San Diego and LA. There's probably a lot, (laughs) but (laughs) there's probably a hundred thousand. Yeah. Right. But that's besides the point. The point is there are plenty of clients to go around. Like no one is like fist fighting in the street over getting clients. Like it doesn't work like that. So just keep that in mind. Try and do some market research and see how many people are in your market. Now, if you're wondering, yeah, I get it. There's a lot of customers and there's still a lot of competition. It's just really frustrating. I will have people inquire and then they ghost me and then they end up going with a competitor who's half the price. They're doing exactly what I do for half the price. How am I ever going to get more customers? And we just want to make it clear that not everybody is for you. So if you're in the car right now, put your windows down in traffic and I want you to scream it. Not everyone is my ideal customer. And that brings us into another point that we should make is 
there are a lot of photographers who are undercharging for their services and these people don't necessarily ruin the market because yes there's gonna be people who hire them because they're super cheap and super affordable but someone who is looking to actually invest in a high quality service will see right past those people they don't see the value in someone who's only charging five hundred dollars six hundred dollars for a wedding a thousand dollars for a wedding even people who know what they want will pay premium prices for that. And also, I think it's safe to mention that when these people charge $1,000 for a wedding, like that is not profitable. It's not sustainable for them. So I wouldn't even waste your time worrying about someone who's charging way less than you because, you know, I get it. People start off charging way less than they normally do because they're trying to build their portfolio. So that's understandable. But someone who keeps doing that is not going to have a long-term sustainable business. So why even worry about them? You know, everyone has a client for any price budget. And if someone wants to go with someone who's cheaper, then let them do that. Know your value, know who you are, know who you want to work with. Like, do you want to work with someone who wants to only pay $1,000 for your services for a full day wedding? Probably not. I mean, if you do, that's great. Cool. But we don't even waste our time thinking about those kinds of people because we know what we bring to the table as far as the experience and our quality of work. And we know that someone who sees that value in us is going to pay the price. They're not going to be like going back and forth between us and someone who's charging $1,000 for a wedding. Yeah. Think of it like dating. Let's say you're going to have this really cute person over for dinner and you're going to cook for them. Are you going to go and get the Walmart brand of something? Maybe. Or are you going to go into like this niche grocery store with the best ingredients because you really want to impress this person, right? That's kind of like the same shopping mindset that goes through the customer's journey when they're looking at a thousand dollar photographer or a photographer that is a higher price point. When they see the thousand dollars, they're like, "Mm, I don't know, what's the risk? Like, is there going to be bad ingredients there? Just like when you're getting sketchy ingredients, right? Is it worth it to save a little bit of money to then put all that time and effort and then ruin something? Or can I just pay a little bit extra to be super satisfied the whole time? I know my product is going to be a great end result and I'm just excited about it now that I've made the purchase. And even if you're charging $1,000 for a wedding or just a really cheap amount. I don't want to use the word cheap. I feel like that's insulting. But if you're not charging what you're worth for your services, then maybe you should ask yourself, am I doing something that's standing out from everyone else? Like if you're charging that little and you're having a hard time booking people or people just aren't seeing the value in what you're doing, maybe sit down and ask yourself, like, what am I doing that's not setting myself apart? Which leads us into our next point is How can you brand yourself to be unique? Because this is what's gonna sell your brand. If you blend in with every other photographer that's out there and you're doing the same exact thing, the same exact photos, the same exact about me section, why would anyone wanna pay you more if you blend in with every other photographer? And that goes to say the same with pricing is like, if you go on the knot or wedding wire, there are so many photographers who only charge $2,000, $2,500, $2,995, you know? like. Anyone who's looking is going to be just overwhelmed because they're going to be like, okay, everyone charges the same exact price. Everyone's work looks the same. How do I choose a photographer? So you really have to stand out and make a unique brand for yourself and charge premium prices if you can keep up with that. If you can provide a good experience for someone and you can provide value, then you should raise your prices. That's not to say if you just started and you don't really like have everything in order, that's fine. Like 
you can't really like go from a thousand dollars up to like six thousand dollars because that's just not going to work but ask yourself what can i do in order to stand out so people actually recognize me recognize my brand see the value in it instead of just blending in with everyone else yeah step inside our shoes for a second so brie and i were not married yet i'm waiting for her to ask um but we won't say that we've (laughs) never looked at wedding photographers and wedding videographers for one day when we decide to go get eloped i can tell you right now we're not looking at the ones that are a thousand dollars or just two thousand dollars with the same cookie cutter service and packages with a couple hours and a couple digitals and an online gallery and some albums we're looking for photographers and cinematographers that provide an experience who are really knowledgeable about some amazing locations all over the world and know the best time of year best seasons to go to get the best lighting and will take you on a picnic journey in the middle of nowhere and knows like cool restaurants that you can enjoy. These are the kind of people that we're interested to hire one day when we're ready to make that decision. Yeah, and it's so hard already. Like we aren't even seriously looking, but just in Southern California alone, I mean, there's so many photographers who just look the same, you know, and it's just, it's overwhelming. So imagine yourself in your potential client's shoes looking for someone and they see so many photographers. Like, are you going to be able to stand out from everyone else? So really just try and focus on your branding, like your personal brand. We mentioned that in the very first podcast episode about how important it is to have a personal brand. So really just evaluate how yours is and see if you actually stand out in an oversaturated market. Another thing we want to talk about is having an abundance mindset and how it's going to bring you so much more joy in your personal life and in your business. And it's also going to really help with your marketing because it's going to shine through when you're messaging people on emails and writing your ad copy on Facebook ads or Instagram posts. So what is an abundance mindset? We think an abundance mindset is just being happy for your competitors or the people in your community and not worrying about scarcity, not worrying, oh, how am I going to get more clients? Instead saying, hey, that's not the perfect client for me. Let me send you to one of my friends down the street who would be a perfect fit for you. And I know they're probably going to send me some more people another day when they find somebody that's not the best fit for them. I see that in Facebook groups all the time with people always just complaining about an oversaturated market. There's like, they are always like, oh, well, there's not like, there's too many photographers. Like no one's ever going to be hired anymore because there's people undercutting the market. And I'm like, why are you wasting your energy on Facebook right now? Typing that out, like go and use that energy to like build your business, like help your business grow, like stop focusing negative energy on what other people are are doing and instead just focus that energy on yourself and how you can grow and be a better person. It's like, we used to do that all the time when we first moved to California. We saw so many photographers that were so good and they all had like that dark and moody style and we're like, oh my God, like, do we have to start doing dark and moody in order to get booked up? Like, we don't understand, like, why are all these people getting like so many clients? Like, we have like more of like a light and like, brighter edit and like these people have a darker edit like are we ever going to be successful and then we were like so consumed and comparing ourselves to what these people were doing and trying to think like okay well what if we start editing like this like will we get more clients and looking back on that that was such a waste of time like we tried so hard to be someone that we're not and we were just like focusing our energy on all of the wrong things and when we stopped doing that like so many other opportunities opened up for us Once you just stick with who you are and stop focusing your energy on what other people are doing and trying to put other people down and worrying about like the scarcity of 
you know, clients, then more opportunities will come to you. Yeah. So what's an example of abundance mindset and how we use that in our business? Well, recently we got an inquiry for a wedding venue that we've done a few weddings for and it's a gorgeous venue, but we've done a few weddings there. And so it's kind of like nothing new. And there's a local photographer who's a busy mom. She doesn't want to drive eight hours to Yosemite when she gets those kind of inquiries. She doesn't want to do those anymore because she wants to stay home close to her family. So we have a little fun situation where, hey, you want this wedding. It's going to be so close to you. And hey, if you get any inquiries that are super far away, you know we're excited for a road trip. And it's just an abundance mindset. Yes, we had that date open and we could have taken that wedding at that venue because, you know, who would want to say no to new money and a new contract, but we decided, Hey, we have someone that's a perfect fit for you. And we're going to send you that way. That's another thing is become friends with your competitors. Like we're, we're friends with so many other photographers and it's not even like in a petty way. It's like, we genuinely want to support them and we genuinely like believe in their own business because everyone has their own unique brand and their unique business. And we always send referrals to other photographers. Just like Steven was saying, it's like, we believe in sending work to other photographers if we're either booked or we just think that the client would be a better fit for them. Like we don't hesitate. Like we're not greedy with like people who reach out to us. We're not like, Oh, well, if we're booked, then sorry. You know, we're like, Oh, here's these photographers, you know, they might be available on your date. So become friends with other photographers or other people in your industry. Like that will be a huge thing in order for you to get more clients in the long run too, because Once you start sending referrals to other people, they reciprocate that. And it's not even just about being friends with them just for that benefit. It's just about supporting other people and other business owners and being in it together and having someone else that you can relate to. And in turn, again, it's just the abundance mindset. Like good things will come to you if you're not focusing your energy on the wrong thing. So as a quick recap of what we just talked about. There's really no such thing as an oversaturated market. Yes, there's a lot of photographers, but there's also a lot of clients. Second thing is to focus your energy on yourself. Stop worrying about what other people are doing and use that energy to focus on your business. Third thing is to reevaluate your brand. Really try and see, are you standing out from other photographers or are you blending in? Fourth thing is to not worry about people who are charging less than you because those people are not running a sustainable business in the long run. And if you're truly providing value, people will see that and they will pay the price for it. Yeah, guys. And above all, have an abundance mindset. If you ever forget it, a bun dance. So get up and dance your buns. All right, guys. So that's all we have for you today. Thank you. If you love this podcast, we would absolutely love it if you left us a review and subscribed. Bye, Bye, guys. guys. Thank you so much for joining us today and we will see you next time.